In today's episode, I'm going to live demo some content creation strategies for you. Let's go! Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Russell Westcott here. Welcome back. Looks like we're on episode, what are we? Holy moly, episode 105. Just cranking along on the next 100 episodes. So hope you have yourself a wonderful day. I have an episode here that I'm going to share with you. And when I first sat down and created it and recorded it, I didn't have any intention to release this as a podcast. But as I was going through and as I was finishing up Um, the edit, I think there's a very valuable lesson in this. Now, on the surface, when you do go through it, you know, more on this in a bit here. But before we get to it, I hope everybody's having a wonderful time during the recording of this intro and outro. It's, you know, right during tax season time. So hopefully everybody's getting all their statements done. Hopefully everybody's getting a big giant refund check coming to your way. Or hopefully you've you've uh, maybe paid a million dollars in taxes this year, which is actually a good thing because that means you made an awful lot of money. But as we all know, it's not about the money. It's more about what you can do with the money. It's more about what that money can provide to you for the freedom, more about that money can provide to you to give back to your church, to your community, to inspire, to pour into others and pour into your business to help employ more people, to just multiply it going forward. Okay, so that's number one. Tax time. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode or not, but finished uh, 75 hard just recently. Um, I did it. Uh, I started January 1st and would have finished 75 days into the year. So I think it was uh, about a week ago now. And, um, you know, I posted a couple times, but I didn't do it uh, with any fanfare. I was actually listening to a, a podcast and the person would sit there and, and say, you know, why don't people just do more? Tell people what you're doing less. So I decided that's what I was going to do as I was going to do it. I was going to make sure I crushed it and I didn't need to tell anybody. So, but I guess I'm breaking that rule right now by telling you on this podcast. Uh, Encourage each and every one of you, if you are interested to take up a challenge, to take up some kind of a personal development challenge, to take up some kind of where you push yourself to do something, having that routine, having that rigor, but also to really push yourself to do something difficult is a very valuable exercise. All right, so now back to this episode. As I mentioned, I wasn't originally going to bring this one out as a podcast, but I decided I think there's a very valuable lesson here. So on the surface, this episode that you're about to listen to, it's probably about 22 to 23 minutes long. It was uh, a video. It's actually started, it was created as a video. So I started putting together a whole bunch of research for something. I was getting a question all the time. So many of you, if you've been following along on my podcast or following along on my YouTube channel, I strongly encourage you to subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. The episode you're about to listen to will probably be a better video than audio, and it's going to be a killer audio, just as an FYI. It's about, if you've been following along, you know that my target market is Edmonton, okay? And I've uh, been known, and that's one of the things I'm known for. I'm known for raising capital. I'm known for real estate coaching. And I'm also known for investing in Western Canada, primarily in Edmonton and Alberta. So the question I ask you is, are you known for something? If somebody thinks about you or if somebody mentions your name, are you the instant go-to person that they will go to? 
Okay, that's what I want you to do. You know, I believe it was probably the episode before I had Erwin Zito. For the longest time, he was Mr. Hamilton. He was the go-to person for Hamilton. Are you the go-to person for Sudbury? Are you the go-to person for Thunder Bay? Are you the go-to person for Nanaimo? Are you the go-to person for Moose Jaw, Pilot Butte, Winkler, Steinbach, Red Lake? Right. So where do you invest and are you the go to expert in that marketplace? Okay, so with this episode, one of the questions I was getting all the time was people were asking the question is Calgary or Edmonton, Edmonton or Calgary, which one's better for investing, which one's better? And I was answering the question over and over and over and over again. So I decided, you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot a piece of content that I can just point people to either podcast or YouTube, and point them to it and say, here's the answer, you know, as opposed to just telling them, go invest in this place, it's better, you know, and I give them 30 second answer. Here's a 22 minute in-depth research video that has been well documented and well researched on the top five reasons why to pick one over the other. Okay, but more importantly, one of the reasons why I wanted to share this with the podcast is for some of you, you might not be interested in Edmonton, which is totally fine. However, I think everybody should take a look at Edmonton Marketplace and Calgary and Alberta. You should take a look at it. But the thing that will be most important to you if you have no interest in investing in Edmonton and Calgary is to look at this from a lens of that I created some content to help people qualify to invest into my market where I have my investments in that potentially they can get involved and partner with me on an investment project. Now, for you, and how this all started was about two or three months ago, I hired an SEO consultant, search engine optimization consultant. And the first thing that she did was she did an audit of my website to audit of where I'm ranking, where I'm weak, where things are. We made some huge changes to just the Google. Essentially, how does Google view my website is really the framework that we looked at. We took a whole bunch of content down. We put no follow tags and a whole bunch of things. And we doubled down on some of the content that I'm starting to rank for. Um, some of the things I'm ranking for is investment opportunities in Edmonton and also on my YouTube channel. If you jump onto YouTube and you type in real estate investing Edmonton or Edmonton real estate investments, I would probably have three or four videos in the top 10 there. And so she's saying, okay, here's what you need to do is you're known for real estate coaching, you're known for raising capital, and you're known for investing in real estate. So what we did was we devised a content strategy on how do you double down on those three things you're already known for, three things you're already ranking for, and let's start producing more targeted content and let's let the Googles and the YouTube start doing some work for you, okay? So this video and this audio that you're listening to was a direct response to that SEO consultant and creating some content a content plan for myself. And we're just being very, very strategic, being very surgical on the content. You know, there's only so many hours in the day. So if you're going to make some content, make it laser beam targeted focus on what you're known for, and then let the interwebs start doing some work for you. Okay, so now for you, where does this really fit for you? If you know, Edmonton or Alberta is not your cup of tea, where's your content for why Thunder Bay versus Toronto? 
where's your content for why Sudbury versus Toronto? Or maybe you're like one of my clients out in Toronto that's investing in the Toronto marketplace. Where's your content is why Toronto versus the suburbs, right? I have some clients that are doing very well in Toronto, getting some cash flow out of their properties in Toronto. Everybody thinks that potentially Toronto is overpriced and everybody's leaving. I've actually helped coach them is why don't you double down on your content is, yeah, we've uh, found a, a niche, we found a process, we found a system on how to get cash flow out of Toronto. You don't have to go to Alberta to get cash flow. You can get cash flow right here in Toronto. So that's the content strategy I work for them. Here's the message really is whatever you're known for, create some content that will help people come and attract people to you. Have that versus strategy, single family versus multifamily, multifamily versus single family, new construction versus resale, this neighborhood versus that neighborhood. A versus content piece is one of the best content pieces for YouTube. It's also an extremely strong content people uh, piece for Google to be able to find that. And then you start getting traffic from it all day long. Now, if any of you are sitting there going, oh, traffic and search engine optimization, once you put in the time and once you start getting a body of work and once you start ranking on a few things, it starts working for you. Real story here for you just um, within a, a day. Is it yesterday? Yesterday. Had a content uh, conversation with somebody from Huntington, West Virginia, that came through. And there's 100% they found uh, myself through searching through YouTube, had a consultation. There's now another person potentially on my database. There's now another person that might be interested in an in investment opportunity that I might have, might be somebody that's interested in a coaching relationship, all because I put a YouTube video and I have a YouTube channel out there. And that content strategy is working to bring people in. Okay, so what is your content strategy? What are you going to create after listening to this episode of your versus, right? This versus that, that versus this, your market versus another market. And maybe the other thing to do is if you keep having to answer the exact same question over and over again, that might be also be a sign that um, you should create a piece of content that you can just point people to it and let people go find out and qualify themselves after they listen to it, then they're qualified and then they'll come to you. Okay, gang, I um, also have a message at the end here for you as well. So make sure you stick around right to the very end. And this is going to be one of those solo episodes where I will go deep into why Calgary, why Edmonton, and really my working title for this one was the Battle of Alberta, Edmonton versus Calgary, which one wins? All right, enjoy this episode. We'll talk to you at the very end. Hey gang, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. So once and for all, we're going to finally solve the Battle of Alberta. So if this is the first time you've been on my YouTube channel or podcast, we're going to do this live presentation style. So if this is the first time and you're just brand new here, wherever you're watching, drop a comment below. First of all, my name is Russell Westcott. I help real estate investors start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. So once and for all, here's a question that I get all the time. And you know what? Instead of I was answering it day after day after day, and you know, instead of just uh, doing that, I decided to shoot a video, put together some in-depth research. So Calgary versus Edmonton, which is the best investment opportunity for you and why? 
So first and foremost, what we're going to do with this one is I'm going to look at it through an investment lenses. We're going to look at it through the eyes of investors. We're not going to talk about the weather. We're not going to talk about proximity to the mountains. We're not going to talk about uh, festivals. We're not going to talk about climate and all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about it from a perspective of real estate investment. Now, remember, guys, always remember, we're going to talk about broad strokes here. I'm going to talk about some generalized concept. But remember, real estate is local. Real estate is actually extremely hyper-local. I'm going to get into some nitty-gritty details to help you make the right decision for yourself. When I was analyzing this and I was looking at it from an, a lens of uh, real estate investing, it truly came down to a 1 and 1A. And in some cases, it is a personal preference that you might want to look at this through. However, when diving into the numbers and diving into the research, there appeared to be, in my opinion, one clear winner. Now, please make note that this is 100% my opinion, obviously, of this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, first of all, bottom line it for you. I learned this term just fairly recently, TLDR, too long, didn't read. So I'm going to bottom line it here for you shortly. I'm going to give you the answer, and I'm going to give you the reason why for the answer, and then I'm going to show you my homework after that, if you will. So if we were talking about a homework school project, you know, I'll give you my answer. I'll show you the reasons why behind the answer, and then I'll show you all the research that came in there for as well. So... Calgary versus Edmonton, what is the best investment opportunity? So if you were sitting here right now and you're either listening to this on podcast or you're listening or watching it on YouTube, let's say you're on YouTube right now, comment down below, comment below which is the best, which is the best for you? Is it Calgary or is it Edmonton? And your reasons why. So let's get some interactivity and let's get some engagement. So here's the answer that I believe. So if you were going to invest in either Calgary or Edmonton, in my personal opinion, you should choose Edmonton. Oh, boo. So probably some people are going right now, as you know, there's some sound effects going on. There's people are going boo. Calgary is better. Why all this kind of stuff. So why is it better for you? Right? So make sure you comment down below on why Calgary versus Edmonton is the better investment opportunity for you. The top five reasons why to choose Edmonton over Calgary for your real estate investment requirements. So number one thing is, before we dive into it, let's do a few, just some quick facts. Let's do some quick facts here about uh, Calgary, some Calgary quick facts. Quick fact number one, there's about almost 1.5 million people in Calgary. It's the fourth largest Canadian city um, and had a 6.4% population growth over, since 2016. So that's about five, six years now. I think the census data I took was 2021. So it'll be over the last five years. Um, the median income in Calgary is 105060 bucks. How does that compare to your market where you're investing? And it's more of a what I would call a white collar community, a white collar labor force. Okay. Typically, Calgary is known for the head offices for a lot of the energy companies in Alberta. Okay. So, with that, now what is Edmonton? Some quick facts about Edmonton it's got 1.418 million people, it's the fifth largest city just behind Calgary. So, Alberta has both the fourth and the fifth largest cities in the country. It has a 7.3% growth since 2016. The median income in Edmonton is about $97,800, almost $98,000. And it would be considered more of a blue collar 
workforce. So here's the difference when you actually tailor the tape, if you will, between the, the battle. So the population is fairly similar with Calgary having about 60, almost 64,000 more people. Calgary had a slightly lower growth in population. Edmonton almost had a, almost a 1% better growth over the last five years. Median income, this one surprised me. Median income in Calgary was only about $7,000 difference. And then the labor force from there. All right, so here are the top five, you know, each of the reasons why I've identified in this one. We'll start with the letter D. So here are the five reasons why you should choose Edmonton over Calgary. All right, so first and foremost, number one is the following, is diversity of economy. Now, here's a lot of people who sit there going, it's funny, I had a conversation, online conversation and some groups out of Eastern Canada, and we were chatting about the diversity of the economy and some and a lot of people in eastern canada only think that it's only fossil fuels it's only oil and gas i'm here to bust a few of those myths i'm here to bust a few of those myths if you will there is a significant diversity to each of the economies now i'll be 100% honest and tell you that the straw that stirs the drink in alberta is energy and by and large the majority of that is the fossil fuel energy sector. But here's the thing, Alberta is diversifying. They're diversifying themselves very, very quickly, moving away from fossil fuels into alternative energy. So instead of thinking about it as or, fossil fuels or alternatives, think about it as and. And if many of you are ever interested in doing some in-depth insights and in-depth research into things, a fellow by the name of Eric Nuttall, uh, Nine Point Energy, I think it's Nine Point Energy, is a fantastic resource of somebody to follow. He does some wonderful research, and he's saying right now, Canadian energy is in a generational boom right now. It's a generational opportunity for you to take advantage of that right now. All right? So that's diversity of economy is number one. And here are just a couple quick facts within the diversity of economy. Number one is in Edmonton, this is Edmonton stats, um, they were responsible for 25% of the net new jobs over the past five years, 25% with a market that had 1.4 million people and the size of Canada, right? 36 plus million people was responsible for one in four net new jobs over the past five years. There's government, there's research, there's energy, there's manufacturing. And when I get into a breakdown by sector, by labor force, you will find out that it is extremely very well diverse. There's a $5 billion investment going into the downtown of public and private funds. And from the Conference Board of Canada, it scored 0.9 out of 1, which symbols that it is an extremely highly diverse economy. So here's just a couple quick stats. Number one is from Conference Board of Canada. Is Edmonton was ranked as one of the most diverse economies in all major cities in Canada. Another quote from a Conference Board of Canada, GDP, income, and population growth were three times the Canadian average over the past five years. Those were two things from the Conference Board of Canada. Now, this one right here was one that I it actually quite surprised me. And if you actually dive deeper into the numbers, if you actually draw a box, let's draw a box around government, education, and healthcare. What is that? About 30%. 30% of the economy is government, education, and healthcare. I would imagine, you know, everybody says it's all oil and gas, and that's all there is. So when you actually dive deeper into the numbers, it tells a completely different 
story. So that's reason number one is diversity of economy. So the next one we're going to talk about here is distribution. So Edmonton is a distribution hub. Edmonton is the gateway to the north. It's a hump for all the economic activities and all the resources and all the energy exploration that's happening in the northern climate, in the northern part of Canada. It's proximity to some of the world-class resources in the energy sector. It's a major multi-modality distribution hub in North America. Try and say that fast a few times, right? It's got road, air, pipeline, transportation, and resources. So there's a vast road network throughout North America. So in the center of this hub is Edmonton and its vast resources and vast road network that goes throughout North America. All right, so that's the first one. The next one is rail. There is a vast rail network that connects Edmonton both north and south, east and west. Edmonton has one of the fastest growing airports in Canada right now. If you get a chance to make a trip out to Edmonton, which I would strongly encourage you to do, is make sure you take a trip through Leduc. Leduc has some incredible opportunities, especially around the Aerotropolis, which is essentially going to be a city within a city in the Edmonton marketplace. There's a vast network of pipelines to get the resources to the customers. As well, access to ports with the new Trans Mountain pipeline coming in. So there are access to ports to getting the product, the resources out of the country to the worldwide marketplace. Now, one thing we can probably agree to, you know, that access to resources is a key and critical driver to enterprise and commerce and the growth of a population and the growth of a GDP of a marketplace. The other thing, the next one is, so remember, the first one is diversity of economy. Number two is distribution hub. Number three is the direction of the market. So here's a quick stat and something for many people that know that have been investing between Calgary and Edmonton. Typically, Calgary leads, okay? Typically, Calgary will lead the growth, lead the decline. Edmonton follows typically between six and 12 months behind the scenes here. Now, some of you might be just in there going, well, Russ, why don't I, I want the leader? Let's give me the leader, right? Uh, I want to make sure I invest in the one that's leading the charge, not the one that's following. Now, stick with me here for a second. I'll, I'll share why this is important with you. You get to see what's coming to Edmonton because if you see what's going to Calgary in advance, you can actually see what's happening in Edmonton. And in my personal opinion, Edmonton is a little bit behind the growth curve currently right now opposed to Calgary. So here's one thing you're going to see. Calgary right now has had double-digit growth, and that growth is coming to Edmonton. So this was a, a, some statistics that have happened um, a couple months ago now, and I do have the most up-to-date statistics here as well. So this is blue bar here is Calgary's growth. This is Edmonton. And if you actually see right here, this is Calgary is now in double digit territory. Edmonton's not quite there yet. Okay. So Edmonton will follow Calgary. So if you are now investing into the marketplace in Edmonton, you are behind on the growth curve, which is great. Here's the latest stats in Calgary. Two things I pulled up from this one that was huge is that a 16.1% year-over-year growth. But here's the one here too. It's only a month of inventory in Calgary. That is coming to Edmonton, if not already here. The next one here is the affordability index. This is Calgary's number. 
and here's Edmonton. The couple things here that I wanted to share with you that I was actually quite surprised when diving into it. $89,000 is needed to buy a house in Edmonton and $106,000 was needed to buy a house in Calgary. So what is that? What is that? Uh, 11, 17, about 17 grand difference needed to buy a house in each of those markets. Remember when we went back to, if we go back to that original stat, there's only a $7,000 difference between the median incomes. Edmonton is one of the most affordable marketplaces. So right here on the chart, it's at about 24% of a median income is used to buy an overall house in the Edmonton marketplace. So what happens when markets are more affordable? They start attracting more people. You know, I had a recent podcast guest and video guest, and maybe I'll link that video up here on one of the cards with Mr. Ben Rabidou. And he said, sometimes the cure for low prices is low prices, because if the price is low enough, you know, if you have the price low enough, people will start moving in and people will start coming to that marketplace. Okay, so one of the most affordable markets in Canada is Edmonton. Only about 24% of the median income is used to do that. Now, here's a graph that I want to spend a little bit of time diving into a little bit more is Edmonton right now is selling at about a 60% discount to the National Home Price Index. I want to spend a little bit of time walking you through this graph. So the first thing I want to show with you during this line right here, this is the National Home Price Index if it was flat, okay? That if it was at 100% index. Calgary's in the blue, Edmonton is in the red. Now, take a look at this, for example, is over this course of time right here, during the last, say, decade, Calgary had been trading at a premium to the marketplace. Now, Edmonton here had been a little bit of a discount to the Canadian Home Price Index right here. But here's the most important part, I think, right now is down here, is where we are right now. So currently, right now, Edmonton is selling at a 60% discount to the national average, which means it has a long ways just to catch up to be flat before it probably even starts showing the growth from there. So the point I'm trying to get to is, and I know this was a term that Ben used in a, in a term is Alberta and Alberta real estate and Calgary and Edmonton are in the early innings of a nine inning ballgame. Fourth, the fourth one of the five reasons why to choose Edmonton over Calgary is the Delta. Delta. What are you talking about, Russ? Are we talking about sorority? No, we're talking about the change. Delta is the Greek word for change. Right now, Edmonton is known as a steady eddy performer, right? Edmonton is a lot more of that consistent growth. Edmonton has that consistent growth. It actually is a stat that I found when doing this research is Edmonton had the lowest unemployment rate in Alberta during the COVID-19 pandemic. The market swings are smaller in Edmonton due to its diversity, which means that there are smaller top and bottoms of the marketplace, which has a very tighter delta. Okay, which if you like a wild ride, you know, Edmonton's a little bit more of a boring, consistent performer. So here's in this graph right here, this one shows Calgary in the blue of top to bottom of the price changes. Okay, that's Calgary. And then Edmonton from top to bottom within that. So if you can definitely clearly see that Edmonton has a lot of a tighter delta. The highs aren't as high and the lows aren't as low. So if you like good, safe, consistent, 
consistent, predictable returns, Edmonton will be the place that you want to invest into. You know, really, people call Edmonton the steady eddy, the boring growth. The highs aren't as high and the lows aren't as low. So if you like to have consistent performance, Edmonton is the place for you. All right, now this is the piece de resistance. Mwah. The last one of the five reasons why to choose Edmonton over Calgary is a discount. You're getting the properties at a discount. So I want to spend a little bit of time on this right now, is you are picking up Edmonton properties at a discount. What kind of discount we're we talking? Right now, Edmonton is selling on the home price index at a 32% discount. Calgary's Index price is $499,000. Edmonton's is $337,000. It's $162,000 difference on the benchmark price between an Edmonton property and a Calgary property. Now, here's the thing is when you actually dive into the rents, the rents are $1,422 on all property types in Calgary. And in Edmonton, it's $1,182. There's only a $240 difference and it's a 17% discount. So here's the thing. You're going to be getting higher yields, you're going to be higher cash flows and higher ROI. For those of you who are investing in real estate and you're investing it based upon the numbers, if you want the highest cash flows and highest yields and highest ROIs, pick Edmonton because you're buying properties at a substantially discount to Calgary, but the rents are not that much of a discount. This is the Edmonton. These are the latest numbers, February 2022. Edmonton is uh, $337,000, all properties. Year-over-year -year growth of 7.7%. That's the Edmonton. And here's Calgary. Calgary is selling at $499,400 plus 16% growth. Price, you're getting a 32% discount. When you take the Calgary price for off of the Edmonton price, you're getting a 32% discount. So this is when we look at for rents. So number one is Calgary is $1,422. Edmonton is $1,182. So you are picking up, obviously, the rents in Edmonton are a little bit low, but they're only a 17% discount on the rents. Okay, so you are picking them up at a discount. So Calgary is $1,422. Edmonton's $1,182. It's a 17% discount. So you're getting 32% off the price, and it's only 17% off of rents. So you can see why you're going to get stronger cash flow. All right, so let's dive back into the, this one here. So once again, this is why we should choose Edmonton over Calgary. So let's just bottom line it. Let's, let's summarize it. You have the diversity of economy. You have Edmonton being a distribution hub. It's the direction and the delta. Calgary leads, Edmonton follows, get in earlier in the growth curve. And also the change between tops and bottoms, the delta is a lot smaller in Edmonton versus Calgary. And the most important, in my opinion, is you're getting a discounted price, not discounted rents. You're getting a higher yield, higher cash flows, and higher ROI. All right, so from here, what's your next steps? So if you've gone through this and you've listened to this entire presentation so far and you say, yeah, 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 I disagree with everything, right? Comment down below. Once again, remember, keep commenting down below. But what should you do with this information? Number one, only do something if you're interested in investing in the Alberta marketplace. So step number one is what I would encourage you to do is on the screen right now is a QR code or in the description notes below, 
there will be a link where you can book a consultation. I see a lot of people making some big mistakes jumping into the Edmonton marketplace and Alberta marketplace right now, including some veteran people, people that have been doing it for a long time. Lots of people are making some big mistakes in getting into the marketplace right now. So if you're interested in wanting to book a consultation with somebody who's been doing this for you know 20 plus years, who has uh, transacted many, many properties, hit me up. I'd love to have a consultation with you there. So that link is below or scan that QR code. And while you're at it, please subscribe to the podcast. And, you know, I guess I'm asking for three things is if you haven't yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay, everybody. So that is the reason why Calgary and Edmonton duke it out for what is the best real estate investment opportunity. And I clearly think there's a winner and that winner is Edmonton. Now that's the Battle of Alberta, ladies and gentlemen, 2022 edition. I will probably be updating this one each and every year from here. So what was your key takeaways? Did this maybe solidify your view? Did this maybe change what you were looking at? Did this maybe give you a new set of lenses to look at the real estate market through between Calgary and Edmonton? Okay, gang, so hope you enjoyed this quick research into the differences between Calgary and Edmonton and which one is the best investment opportunity for you. All right, everybody, have yourself a wonderful day. Bye for now. So what did you think about this episode? Did it give you maybe uh, something new to think about on the Battle of Alberta? Edmonton versus Calgary. Did it give you something to think about in your target market? You know, I use the term, why Sudbury versus Toronto? Why Thunder Bay versus Toronto? Why Lethbridge versus Calgary, right? Did it give you some inspiration to create some of your content, to dig into the research of doing a versus content piece, this versus that. All right. And uh, one thing I'm just going to mention here before we do sign off is I know I mentioned Alberta and I did mention Edmonton in the marketplace there. If any of you are interested in potentially, you know, having a further conversation, if that marketplace is right for you, I'm seeing lots of people make lots of mistakes by going in there. It's just not every property will work especially when you get in some areas within Edmonton, not every neighborhood would work and tenant profile is huge. It's one of the most important thing to consider if you are getting into Edmonton is don't just look at it from a standpoint. Oh, look, I can get a duplex, fully suited duplex for uh, 500 or, you know, what was the one I had conversation with? You know, $300,000. Wow, look at those numbers, right? Yeah, there's probably a reason why it's 300000 And make sure you check out the tenant profile. Probably the first thing to consider is the tenant profile. And maybe that'll be for another video another day as we will, my business partner Jay and I will walk through the best uh, investment areas within Edmonton, looking at it not from a real realtor's perspective, but looking at it from a standpoint of that will attract the best tenant profile and also provide the biggest bang for the long-term investing buck from an investment standpoint. All right. So maybe for another day, maybe another piece of content that will help further the cause of having people to be attracted to you. So what I'm trying to do here, guys, is what I'm trying to do is live demo for you live demo for you by in real time. I'm a practitioner of my craft. 
I'm not just one of those people that sit there and create podcasts and YouTube videos and that's all they do. I'm a real estate investor. First and foremost, that's what I do is uh, my bread and butter is from my real estate portfolio, my properties. That is where I make my long-term wealth. That is where the, the capital comes from is first and foremost, I'm a real estate investor. And then what I'm committing to do always is share what I'm doing, share lessons for you and how and be a role model that you can look at of going, how can I apply what Russell's talking about here to my target market? Okay, so I hope you get that sense of that's what I'm trying to do here. But if any of you are interested in just jumping into the Alberta marketplace too, I'm 100% open to help you out uh, with some guidance, some consultations and help you point you in the right direction. Okay, game. let's leave it there for now. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So much more to come. We got um, some great guests lined up. Um, we're just getting rolling here. Um, we're going to be talking more multifamily. We're going to be talking more personal development. We got some, you know, we're going to be talking some things like mastermind. How do you form a mastermind group? How do you elevate your game within this game of real estate? All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, please, in every interaction you have with another person, Always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and always come from a place of love. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now. Bye for now.